0: This in your ear.
1: The number one, the number one internet shock radio network. Oh.
2: Shock me, shock me, shock me with that
3: deviant behavior.
1: Renegade, Renegade Talk Radio.
3: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the War Room, Infowars.com, band.video. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. Sitting in once again for the great Owen Schreuer. FendOwen.com. We have a big show for you today. We'll be joined in the third hour by Ashton Forbes. We'll talk a little bit about what he is doing these days. He's uncovering the truth about MH370, the Malaysian Air f- airline flight that disappeared mysteriously. And he has come out with some incredibly bombshell videos. That purports to show advanced technology used to disappear the plane. Really incredible stuff. So we'll be talking with him in the third hour. Lots of videos and stories to talk about before then. Bit of a follow-up to our extended coverage yesterday about open AI and the globalist takeover of artificial intelligence. We'll also be talking about a lot of stuff going on in D.C. right now. Some hearings, some revelations being made about censorship and surveillance carried out by our government in complete abject violation of our first amendment you know the the primary one the most important restriction the government has on its action they're doing it anyway and we'll talk about the way republicans are fighting back if you can call it that we're being generous when we say that but they are at least asking questions and getting some interesting answers and having some interesting back and forth with the democrats so we'll show you some of those But I want to start today with the best news I've heard in the last 24 hours. Yes, folks, we're starting with a highlight today. This just breaking, brand new, of uh, particular interest to the InfoWars audience. TurboForce Plus is back, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, TurboForce Plus is back in stock, and it's 25% off for the Cyber Week sale. TurboForce Plus, we had a caller, what, yesterday? The day before? Saying, yeah, you know, I love your products, but when are you going to get TurboForce back? Well, ask and ye shall receive. It is back in stock. It is 25% off. Of course, you're still getting free shipping and double Patriot points because of the Cyber Week sale at InfoWarsStore.com. So go there today. Stock up if you can, because once it sells out, it's out. It's TurboForce Plus, incredibly powerful energy drink mix. You can have all of the power of uh, an energy drink for a fraction of the cost. And almost none of the sugar, maybe none of the sugar, I don't, I don't even think there's sugar in there. What there is is a ton of incredible vitamins, minerals, and natural extracts that give you long-lasting and powerful energy. Now to the second best piece of information I've received. Uh, Henry Kissinger is dead. Let's watch.
4: EU-U.S. tension worries Kissinger... And are we going to lose our liberties in this country because everybody from Governor Frank Keating to Henry Kissinger are calling for Americans to start living another lifestyle, to give up liberty for security as the Henry Kissinger and... Governor Keating quote, and I'm hearing it all over the radio, television. Uh, Kissinger was asked how to get the U.N. troops on American soil back in 91 in Evian, France, in front of the Bilderberg Group. He said that we had an outside threat. The American people would beg for their world government to save them. The alien threat scenario has been discussed by Kissinger and others. Publicly, they've admitted they're going to use a fake alien attack.
0: There also exists
5: an extraordinary opportunity to form for the first time in history a truly global society. Of a new world order. That's what this is about.
3: Visit infowarsstore.com today. Take on the new world order by keeping Infowars on the air. My it in my it in my a, little, a little compilation in the memory of Dr. Henry Kissinger. Sort of a sort of an odd situation. Kissinger is sort of a proto-globalist. Sort of a ringleader of our enemies. So it's always weird when one of these guys dies and you've got places like the Rolling Stone and Daily Beast and the most far-left rags out there celebrating this, calling him a warmonger and a mass murderer. It's like, but but he's doing everything you love. But no, he's responsible for setting the world that you fight for and are dedicated to what are you complaining about this is globalism you EU-US tension worries Kissinger
4: and are we going to lose our liberties in this country because everybody from Governor Frank Keating to Henry Kissinger are calling for Americans to start living another lifestyle to give up liberty for security as the Henry Kissinger and Governor Keating quote, and I'm hearing it all over the radio, television. Uh, Kissinger was asked how to get the U.N. troops on American soil back in 91 in Evian, France, in front of the Bilderberg Group. He said that we had an outside threat. The American people would beg for their world government to save them. The alien threat scenario has been discussed by Kissinger and others. Publicly, they've admitted they're going to use a fake
5: alien attack. There also exists an extraordinary opportunity to form for the first time in history a truly global society. Of a new world order. That's
3: what this is about. Visit Infowarsstore.com today. Take on the new world order by keeping Infowars on the air. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, Henry Kissinger has passed on. He's in hell now. And that's all I have to say about that. Although, the... Video you just saw, you may have noticed, Alex wasn't moving very much. That's because that was from our audio-only archive before InfoWars had video, all the way back in 2001, simply searching through the transcripts for the word Kissinger and finding what Alex was saying about this man 22 years ago. 22 years ago, he had their number, and it's the same game plan, only advanced several decades Really incredible stuff. Uh, We can get into Kissinger more if we want, but there's so much more other news to discuss. After all, he's passed on the torch. He has shed his mantle, and it has been picked up by other psychopathic globalists with a stranglehold on international policy. We've got new Kissingers menacing our very existence that we'll get into, and I want to start today with stuff going on in Washington, D.C., in particular about surveillance and censorship. Which the two go hand in hand. If you subscribe to my Substack, you know that when I compile all the stories every day, harrisonhillsmith.substack.com, by the way, if you want to get uh, all of our sources every day, even the ones I don't get to, as well as our videos. But I always try to categorize stories in certain categories, and there's always a sort of gray area where stories bleed into each other, and there is no noticeable difference between the targets of censorship, surveillance, and political persecution. These would be typically separate, but they go hand in hand, because the people being censored and surveilled and silenced online And with cooperation of big tech companies are the very same people who are being targeted by the FBI and others for surveillance and persecution at the federal level. And there are hearings about this going on right now at the Weaponization Committee. Michael Schellenberger, who is a fantastic source of information, and we use his um, articles quite often on this show, he has revealed the U.S. and and U.K. military's leading role in censoring American speech – and targeting Trump supporters, he gave a very powerful five-minute-long uh, introductory statement that I want to play in full for you here. It's clip number 12. So here is Michael Schellenberger with his opening statement to the House Judiciary Subcommittee on the Weaponization of Federal Government. Pay attention, folks. Here it is.
0: Nine months ago, I testified and provided evidence to the subcommittee about the existence of a censorship industrial complex a network of government agencies, including the Department of Homeland Security, government contractors, and big tech media platforms that conspired to censor ordinary Americans and elected officials alike for holding disfavored views. I regret to inform the subcommittee today that the scope, power, and lawbreaking of the censorship industrial complex are even worse than we had realized back in March. Two days ago, my colleagues and I published the first batch of internal files from the Cyber Threat Intelligence League, which show U.S. and U.K. military contractors working in 2019 and 2020 to both censor and turn sophisticated psychological operations and disinformation tactics developed abroad against the American people. Many insist that all that we identified in the Twitter files, the Facebook files, and the CTI files were legal activities by social media platforms to take down content that violated the terms of service. Facebook, X, formerly Twitter, and other big tech companies are privately owned, people point out, and free to censor content. And government officials are free to point out wrong information, they argue. But the First Amendment prohibits the government from abridging freedom of speech. The Supreme Court has ruled that the government may not induce, encourage, or promote private persons to accomplish what is constitutionally forbidden to accomplish. And there's now a large body of evidence proving that the government did precisely that. What's more, the whistleblower who delivered the CTIL files to us says that its leader, a quote-unquote former British intelligence analyst, was quote-unquote in the room at the Obama White House in 2017 when she received the instructions to create a counter-disinformation project to quote stop a repeat of 2016. The U.S. Department of Homeland Security's Cybersecurity and Information Security Agency, CISA, has been, at the, center, been the center of gravity for much of the censorship, with the National Science Foundation financing the development of censorship and disinformation tools and other federal government agencies playing a supportive role. Emails from CISA's NGO and social media partners show that CISA created the Election Integrity Partnership, EIP, in 2020, which involved the Stanford Internet Observatory and other U.S. government contractors. EIP and its successor, the Virality Project, urged Twitter, Facebook, and other platforms to censor social media posts ordinary citizens and elected officials alike. EIP reported that they had a 75% response rate from the platforms and that 35% of the URLs that they reported were either removed, labeled, um, or throttled, or soft blocked. In 2020, the Department of Homeland Security, CISA, violated the First Amendment and interfered in the election. While in 2021, CISA and the White House violated the First Amendment and undermined America's response to the COVID pandemic By demanding that facebook and twitter censor content that facebook said that facebook itself said was quote unquote often true including about vaccine side effects all of this is profoundly un-american one's commitment to free speech means nothing if it does not extend to your political enemies in his essential new book liar in a crowded theater jeff Kosef, a law professor at the united states naval academy shows that the widespread view that the government can censor false speech and or speech that quote-unquote causes harm is mostly wrong. The Supreme Court has allowed very few constraints on speech. For example, the test of incitement to violence remains its immediacy. I encourage Congress to defund and dismantle the government organizations involved in censorship. That includes phasing out all funding for the National Science Foundation's Track f trust and authenticity in communication systems, and its secure and trustworthy cyberspace track. I would also encourage Congress to abolish CISA in DHS. Short of taking those steps, I would encourage significant guardrails and oversight to prevent such censorship from happening again. In particular, it's very easy to see the line in CISA. They say they're covering physical security, cybersecurity, but they added a third one, cognitive security – which is basically attempting to control the information environment and how people think about the world, including the stories that they tell. Finally, I would encourage Congress to consider making Section 230 liability protections contingent upon social media platforms known in the law as interactive computer services to allow adult users to moderate our own legal content through filters that we choose and whose algorithms are transparent to all of us. I would encourage Congress to prohibit government officials from asking the platform's to remove content which the Supreme Court may or may not rule on constitutional next year when it decides on the Missouri v. Biden case, should the court somehow decide that the government requests for censorship are constitutional, then I would urge Congress to require such requests to be reported publicly instantaneously so that such censorship demands occur in plain sight. Thank you very much for hearing my testimony.
3: So there's the opening testimony of Michael Schellenberger. And, of course, we covered uh, briefly the bombshell report. You can find it on InfoWars.com. Whistleblower documents show U.S. and U.K. military contractors created a sweeping plan for global censorship in 2018. And there is an important thing to realize about this. It's, it's obvious, but you have to emphasize it. U.S. and U.K. and Canada and France and Ireland and Germany this is a global attempt of censorship yes it violates american law egregiously and obviously in a way that should be reformed but everybody in the world is now under control of these media masters
6: we have not had this many of our best selling products back in stock in years because of supply chain breakdowns and all the rest of the stuff that's going on and these are game changing products like our informations game changing these products are incredible And I'm personally glad that these are now back in stock. All three of the InfoWars Platinum flagship products that have been sold out for months are now back in stock, but a very limited run because we only had a budget to get three or 4,000 bottles of each one of these. We've got 4,000 bottles of the HGH Max Boost that people love so much. We've got about 4,000 bottles of 1776 Testosterone Boost that just came in. And we've got about 3,000 bottles of PainMD. Incredible natural pain reliever situation. All three of these are back in stock and they're incredible and they fund our operation at InfoWarsStore.com. A lot of listeners have complained in the last two years that our amazing high-quality coffee has not been available. And that's because the prices went up too high for the raw beans and the quality had gone down some. I turned down so many companies that wanted to work with us. But now we have brought back the coffee, and it's even better from a national supplier that's veteran-owned and veteran-operated. It's powered by the company, Minuteman Coffee. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the best tasting, best smelling, strongest coffee that I have ever drank. It is game changing. All you got to do is buy a bag of it. And try it. I know you're going to be hooked, which will then fund your Operation A360 Win. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now for Escape the Prison Planet Light Roast. That's the strongest. The amazing medium roast wig of America. And finally, the best tasting, Dark Roast Tip of the Spear, now exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com. Get your coffee now.
1: The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show.
3: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. The White uh, on the I'm sorry, the House Judiciary Subcommittee on the Weaponization of Government is meeting today, and I think I guess that video is from today. I didn't know if that video was from today or yesterday. But of course, it broke today. The video we just showed you of Michael Schellenberger's opening statement, where he really laid out uh, how severe this problem is. And what I want to try to illustrate is not only what has been revealed by the House Judiciary Committee, in particular their chairman, uh, Jim Jordan, and how this is just obvious violation of our Constitution in, in multiple ways in the literal exact definition of the restrictions of our Bill of Rights, but also in the spirit and violating the principle of what those amendments represent. I also want to talk about how this is a global phenomenon. Well, phenomenon not the right word. I'm sorry. It's a global conspiracy. It's a global conspiracy that entails corporations, individuals, organizations that are non-governmental as well as governmental, all working hand in hand, hand in glove in a coordinated fashion to silence the right wing. It's a little more complicated than that, but that, that's a good label for it, the right wing, because it's anybody that opposes their so-called progressivism, which is in fact a thinly veiled disguise placed over their anti-human depopulation agenda. And it's so weird how all of this blends together, how you have surveillance and censorship and digital currency and climate change and hate speech. And they're all just different aspects of the same process taking place. Globalization. One world government being created. Silencing dissent. Destroying what makes us human in order to replace humanity with a much more easily controlled sort of fleshy robot type of individual. And I also want to show you some more videos where Democrats show how just uh, just utterly, utterly stupid, misinformed, and deceitful these people are. As if you needed more evidence. But I want to start with the fact that as we, as we attempt to combat all of these things, the fact that there are so many different variations of this same process. And how there's a there's a certain amount of like legalese that goes on that undercuts the intention of our laws. What I mean by that is that if you take the amendments at their face value in a in a dictionary definition sort of way, then they can kind of get away with some of this stuff. But the point of the Bill of Rights and the point of the first 10 amendments to the Constitution were not to be some sort of You know, like uh, uh, aspect of a game that you're supposed to try to get around. Oh, well, they say that it's freedom of the press, but we didn't print it on a press, so we get to do it. No, they were about embodying a very important, several very important principles that have completely gone out of sight. And I've talked about this in terms of the press, right? Where when this was written, the freedom of the press... When they were referring to the press, they weren't referring to it like we refer to it. When I say the press, you think of newspapers and corporations that are media companies. When they said the press, they meant the physical press. They meant the big machine that you put letters in and put ink on and slam onto paper. That's what they meant. So what they were saying when they said freedom of press was freedom of the technology to spread information to a mass amount of people. And this isn't complicated. This isn't hard to understand. In the same way, the Fourth Amendment prevents unreasonable search and seizures of papers, right? Well, if it's not paper, does that mean they get to search it? If it's being held by somebody else, does that mean that the Fourth Amendment doesn't apply? Because that's how they're treating it, right? They'll go in and search your DMs without a warrant. They'll request from the company that the company provide them information about you that they hold but that's your private, personal information. And they say, yeah, it doesn't violate the Fourth Amendment because, well, it's it's not really theirs. It's, it's being held by somebody else. As if, like, you could send a letter, and when the mailman picks up the letter, it's suddenly his, and he gets to open it because he's the one holding it. No, it's still your letter. It's still your private information that they don't have a right to look into. And I don't, you know, it's one of these problems where it's like, if you aren't, taught about the importance of these principles, starting in elementary school, I don't know if I can convince you of them now that you're an adult who's bent on violating them. So the principle behind these things, the principle behind the First Amendment, again, it's not, it's not some sort of game mechanic Where it's like, oh, it's a fun little barrier that you get to try to get around in whichever way you can. No, it's a principle that you're supposed to apply whether or not it fits the exact definition, word of the law. It's the spirit of the law, not the word of it that's supposed to matter. So unreasonable search and seizure of your papers should obviously – I mean the principle behind that is that the government doesn't have a right to just – look into everything that you own and everything that you write and everything that you say without good reason to do so, without a reason that is predicated on your breaking the law and they have a responsibility as the government to protect other people from you breaking the law. And again, that's why we have a warrant system. That's why we have judges to do this. They're circumventing all of that and they're violating the Bill of Rights at a technical and legal level, but they're also, more importantly, I think, violating it In a spiritual and principle level. And tons of stories about this are coming out. InfoWars has all of them. The White House Goes Rogue secret surveillance program breaks all the laws. Surveillance, digital stalking, and data mining of American people, weapons of compliance and control in the government's hands, haven't made Americans any safer, and they certainly aren't helping to preserve our freedoms. The government wants us to believe that we have nothing to fear from its mass spying programs as long as we've done nothing wrong. Don't believe it. It doesn't matter whether you obey every law. The government's definition of a bad guy is extraordinarily broad, and it results in the warrantless surveillance of innocent law-abiding Americans on a staggering scale. For instance, it was recently revealed that the White House, relying on a set of privacy loopholes, has been sidestepping the Fourth Amendment by paying AT&T to allow federal, state, and local law enforcement to access, without a warrant, the phone records of Americans who are not suspected of a crime. This goes way beyond NSA's metadata collection program. There's a, a couple aspects of this that are important. First of all, the mass amounts of data that they were collecting is only now in a form that is usable and actionable to them because of AI. We talked a lot about AI yesterday. I'm not going to get into it. But if you're capturing every text message and every phone call for a decade, like how useful is that really? How useful is that really? To search that, I mean, are you going to come up with anything useful? Probably not. Feed it all into an AI and tell them what to look for. Well, now suddenly you have a very efficient machine to determine dissent and to figure out how to work against it and to figure out uh, putting in little little uh, attributes of, of action that change the discussion people are having. I mean they have full control of the information landscape even on an interpersonal level at this point uh, due to the NSA collection and now the advanced AI that can actually make use of it. In addition to that, as we pointed out since the discussion of free speech really kicked off with social media censorship, private companies do not have a right to sell your information to the government or censor you or do anything that the government's not allowed to do cyber week
6: 2023 the biggest sell of the year is now live store ride free shipping on any order Double Patriot points, that's 10% off your next order, and up to 60% off on best-selling products. And X2, sold out for more than a year. That is the game-changing element in your body that counters the fluoride, everything. Nobody else has got it. Limited supply, X2, is discounted, InfoWarsTore.com. And we've got sales right here as much as 60% off at InfoWarsTore.com. We've got Brain Force Plus, the incredible nootropic, 60% off. Brain Force Ultra, fast-acting. off. Real Red Pill Plus. Green fiber capsules. Down out sleep support. 50% off. Vaso Beats finally back in stock. 40% off. Bodies about to sell out. 40% off. The list goes on and on. And get a copy of my new book, The Great Awakening, The Plan to Defeat the Globalists and Launch the Next Great Renaissance, all at InfoWarsStore.com.
1: Infowars.com forward slash show.
3: The command center in the battle for clarity and truth. Harrison Smith invites you to the war room. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. The American government has for a very long time been engaged in the demolition of the American Constitution. If the Bill of Rights and the First Ten Amendments are the the pillars that uphold our freedoms as sovereign individuals, citizens of a great and freedom-loving country, one by one they are taking a jackhammer to the base of these pillars. The whole structure is wavering at this point. Thankfully, there are some in office that are doing what they can to expose this and combat it. But you have to understand that this isn't something that happened after 2016 We can talk about things like this You know, the contracts, the, glo- the global plan of censorship in 2018 I mean, if you don't know where this started I, I don't know what to tell you I mean, you can take back to at least the Patriot Act, right? But probably a lot earlier than that But these things have built up year over year over year just inching their way towards total control, eliminating little aspects of your rights until suddenly the rights themselves have been completely dissolved. And even the power of the Congress has been slowly but surely winnowed away to where so much power now has been accrued in the executive branch. And the executive branch itself is so infested with bureaucratic globalist operatives that it almost doesn't matter what Congress does because they've allowed their power to be usurped. They have allowed the checks and balances system that kept our opera- our government operational to be completely unbalanced. And you think like, well, but that's OK because you can just get your president in power and then they're in control of this massive centralized power structure under the executive branch. But you, we saw how that worked out with Trump. His own underlings, the people who'd been in this system for years, didn't listen to the elected representative that they're supposed to. Another violation of the Constitution in its most fundamental and foundational form. But regardless of the uselessness that we see on display by the Congress, they are doing it. Thread by at Jim Jordan on Twitter. The YouTube files, part one, Biden White House pressured YouTube to censor Americans. Internal docs from Google, which is YouTube's parent company, obtained by Judiciary GOP and the Weaponization Committee, showed that the Biden White House wanted Americans censored. Not just that, they got it. And he sort of goes through a rundown history of what's been revealed recently. He says, after issuing subpoenas to big tech, Uh, The judiciary of the GOP released the Facebook files this summer revealing that the Biden White House had wanted true information censored. Facebook changed its policy because of the pressure of the Biden administration. Uh, The Biden White House was pushing Facebook and Twitter to censor more. We now know the White House was repeatedly pressuring Google to censor content on YouTube. Rob Flattery, Biden's Director of Digital Strategy, strategy, emailed Google wanting to know how Google would better, quote, crack down on vaccine misinformation and to discuss, quote, ways the White House and our COVID experts can partner in your product work. Privately, Google understood what this request meant as internal documents obtained by Judiciary GOP reveal, quote, Rob's questions were very YT focused, YouTube focused, and quote, he dug in on our decision for making borderline content, which... Uh, YouTube says, is content that doesn't, quote, violate our community guidelines. A week later, one of the Google Government Affairs team members who had recently been on a call with the Biden White House, specifically Rob Flattery, explained plainly what Flattery wanted, quote, he's really interested in what we're uh, in, what we're seeing that is not coming down. YouTube's Government Affairs team then emailed the YouTube product team warning that uh, warning that the Biden White House, quote, is very interested in our work on borderline content and the product team should brief the White House to prevent anything from potentially spiraling out of control. So they were using COVID as an excuse to censor true information. Likely resulted in God knows how many deaths from people that were prevented from getting medicine that was effective, like ivermectin, as they were allowed to spread actual misinformation about it being a horse medicine that wasn't safe for humans. They'll use words like mis- and disinformation they don't mean it. I mean, I don't, know, I don't know if I have to remind you of this. They don't mean it. The same process takes place over and over again, and it's so frustrating because we, we've known this forever, which is why we're right all the time, which is why we're able to see through it before they even enact these policies. They create a crisis. They create a crisis. Then they use that crisis as an excuse to censor and surveil and destroy your rights. They do it time and time again, they do it on a daily basis at this point. They're doing it right in front of you and hoping you don't notice. And by the time the crisis has passed and these policies have been put into place, they don't go anywhere. They don't stop doing this. They don't stop using the tools they forged to silence you. They just transmute it to whatever the new topic is. So they'll use the same you know, program that they instituted for COVID and vaccine misinformation to silence the Hunter Biden laptop. Does nothing to do with it, but once they get their foot in the door, well, they're in, and that's that. Fox Business has a story about this as well. White House worked with YouTube to censor COVID-19 and vaccine, quote, misinformation, House Judiciary Committee reports. The Biden administration worked together with employees of Google-owned YouTube in 2021 to target alleged misinformation relating to COVID-19 virus and its vaccinations, according to documents obtained by Fox Business which would be wrong even if they were actually doing that. Even if they were actually censoring misinformation, it would still be a violation of our rights, still be an overreach of the government, still be a dangerous transgression by those in power on the rights of the citizens. But they were wrong about everything. So it's additionally nonsensical that this is allowed to continue without actual punishments. Is there a punishment for violating the Constitution? I mean, how much proof do we need that you have people in the highest levels of government, whether it's in the FBI or the CIA or the State Department or the White House, that are actively engaged in secret conspiracies to implement censorship on the most important, powerful, and popular informational outlets in the world. And they're just allowed to do that? And they're just getting away with it? I mean, what? How? How are they getting away with this? How are these people not being charged with something and punished to an appropriate degree? Oh, because they're all in on it? Oh, right, I forgot. But then this gets even more... I don't know what it gets. uh, Intriguing, interesting, horrifying, dangerous, disturbing, scary. (laughs) When you realize the way this is being rolled out on a global fashion... And again, the way they just use the same tactic over and over, and it always works. It always works. And it's not just about censorship and surveillance either. Look at the mail-in ballots that they had to implement on an emergency – as an emergency measure for COVID-19. Well, that's over now. They didn't get rid of the mail-in ballots, did they? They use emergencies as an excuse to implement something once the emergency's over, which it usually is right after they implement it, right? As soon as they get what they want, suddenly the crisis goes away. Because that's what the crisis, that was the point of the crisis. That's what it was for, actually. And again, they create the crisis. They created COVID in a lab, which gave them the excuse to censor YouTube and surveil people and et cetera, et cetera, and mail-in ballots and everything else that they did. They created it in a lab. They allowed it to spread uncontained. And then they used it as an excuse. In the same way, they use war or they'll use migrants. They bring the migrants in. They don't... uh, uh, investigate them at all. So they commit, the migrants commit crime. And if you stand up to them, they implement hate speech and and disinformation laws to stop you from doing that. Time and time again, they create a crisis. They implement a policy that restricts your rights, but doesn't actually fight the crisis at all. And the crisis is usually over shortly after. So we'll talk about how this is manifesting on an international level because there is no country in the Western world That is not experiencing this exact process, this exact game plan, this exact policy of crisis reaction, crisis reaction, crisis reaction. The reaction every single time is a diminution diminution of your rights. Every single time it is the average law abiding, innocent, formerly liberty loving person that has their rights destroyed and their life made that much worse. We'll be right back and show you how this is happening on a global way. One of the
6: most frustrating things about being awake to the globalist agenda is seeing the general public still asleep, by and large, not aware of the magnitude of the incredible danger they're under, but also the ongoing attacks and the magnitude of the death caused by the lethal injections, masquerading as vaccines. It is so frustrating to see people going about their daily lives oblivious and you realize, ignorance is not bliss, it equals death. But people are starting to really understand how serious things are, and that's that's a hard thing to do, because to wake up to a dystopic reality and realize that we're in the middle of a giant biological weapons war against humanity and then there's mass sterilization that's already taking place, and they're cutting off all the major energy sources, is really hard to deal with, but it's the reality. Facing it is our only chance to turn this around, because stuff's about to get really, really nasty. Infowars.com.
5: Finally, Vitamin Mineral Fusion is back in stock and now available for 25% off at Infowarsstore.com. This specially formulated drink mix gives your body the essential vitamins, minerals, amino acids, and other beneficial compounds that support optimum health. Vitamin Mineral Fusion goes above and beyond the standard of vitamins and trace minerals. Our exclusive formula is loaded with 34 key ingredients including vitamin C, E, D, B12, calcium, magnesium, zinc, selenium, L-glutamine, CoQ10, alpha-lipoic acid, folic acid, riboflavin, and much more. Aside from bolstering your bodily functions, this drink mix is naturally delicious. And unlike capsules and vitamin pills, it's truly a pleasure to the taste buds. So if you haven't already, mix it up and take your health to the next level with vitamin mineral fusion today. Now 25% off at InfoWarsStore.com.
1: The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show.
3: All right, welcome back, folks. Stories at InfoWars.com. The White House goes rogue. Secret surveillance program breaks all the laws. This, in particular, has to do with circumventing, sidestepping the Fourth Amendment by going directly to corporations and demanding their information about you or your information that they hold. And they do this with social media where they get access to your DMs and private messages without you ever knowing, without a warrant ever having been signed, without probable cause having ever been established. They simply call their contact in the big media company and they send it right over. It's as simple as that. It's like having a safe cracker on hand in your house to open your safe and and deliver your information to the government without even asking so much as a reason. For why they want it. And of course it's not just. Big tech. And I mean. You're talking about YouTube. then you're talking about Google. You're probably talking about Gmail as well. right? You're probably talking about the biggest most important. The most prominent and ubiquitous communication tool. In the history of the world. That they have inside access to. If I had to guess. And it's not just AT&T. The phone company allowing federal, state, and local law enforcement to access information without a warrant, which they are doing. But you've got Bank of America providing, without even being asked, providing the American government transactional records of every customer they had in an entire city on the basis of national security in January 6th. So this is the World Economic Forum neo-feudal corporate conglomerate world government operating exactly as designed said it a million times, the Great Reset, much better understood as the Great Collaboration, the Great Consolidation, where these formerly separate and sometimes at odds power structures are instead being folded into each other like shuffling a deck of cards. They're all just becoming one thing that work hand in glove with one another. And they point out in this article from InfoWars, exactly what I was just pointing out, the intention and the principle behind the amendments That is the superlative, important thing of their existence. They say the Fourth Amendment was intended to serve as a protective force field around our persons, our property, our activities, our communications, and our movements. It keeps the government out of private business except in certain extenuating circumstances. Those extenuating circumstances are spelled out clearly. Government officials must have probable cause that criminal activity is afoot. And that's a higher legal standard than just reasonable suspicion. But they're able to circumvent that because the corporations that have the information are happy to provide them without requiring this. I mean, this is really the responsibility of the corporations. They need to, you know, be held to account for this. They need to actually respect their position as guarantors of our rights. But, of course, they're not. But I like the way that... uh, that the author of this InfoWars article phrases this, Warrantless dragnet surveillance is the manifestation of a lawless government that has gone rogue in its determination to do whatever it wants, whenever it wants, the Constitution be damned. Dragnet surveillance, geofencing, fusion centers, smart devices, behavioral threat assessments, terror watch list, facial recognition, snitch, tip lines, biometric scanners, pre-crime, DNA database, data mining, precognitive technology, contact tracing apps... They say you know these add up to mean more than twenty ways that you're spied and tracked continuously by a variety of governments, and all of these things are, like I said, just different aspects of the same policy moving forward, the same intention, which is to degree by degree crush humanity's ability to speak out against the people that run the world, and of course they point out the process this takes of problem reaction solution terrorist attacks mass shootings civil unrest economic instability pandemics natural disasters the government has been taking advantage of such crises for years now in order to gain greater power over an unsuspecting and largely gullible populace and there's an obvious reason right it's because fear overrides your logic center and if you are faced with what you believe to be an overwhelming and and existential threat well who cares about the Constitution at that point, we might die. So do whatever you want, right? So the more intense and, and dramatic and traumatic the crisis is, the more easily they violate our rights, destroy our rights, eliminate our rights as human beings, but importantly as Americans. From yesterday, this bombshell report, whistleblower documents show U.S. and U.K. military contractors created a sweeping plan for global censorship in 2018, And isn't it interesting that 2018 was when Alex Jones was kicked off of all of social media? I would love to know the exact dates of this. They're a little bit vague in this article, but I would love to know how soon after this working group, the CTIL, the Cyber Threat Intelligence League, I wonder how quickly after they came into being that suddenly every social media company in unison kicked Infowars and Alex Jones off of their sites. I wonder if these are connected. The year fits, I wonder if the day and month and a and week does. But these whistleblower documents describe everything from the genesis of modern digital censorship programs to the role of the military and intelligence agencies partnering with civil society organizations and commercial media in the use of sock puppet accounts and other offensive techniques. It's like, if you know their, their general modus operandi, none of this is new to you and none of this is surprising. And you could have guessed this long ago, as we've pointed out, the the true role, intent, and purpose of the Great Reset from the beginning. But they they elaborate on it here. Over the last year, public, racket, congressional investigators, and others have documented the rise of the uh, censorship industrial complex, a network of over 100 government agencies and non-governmental organizations that work together to urge censorship by social media platforms and spread propaganda about disfavored individuals' topics and whole narratives. Stakeholder capitalism, neo-fascism, that's what we're experiencing, that's what we've been arguing against for years and years and years. And if you're wondering why it didn't happen earlier, if you're wondering why this wasn't implemented years before, I don't think they realized how necessary it was for their despicable schemes to move forward. It might not be what we're saying, but because it's kind of so obvious, but like, it's obviously not like the speech that they care about in and of itself. It's what the speech leads to. And I honestly don't think that before 2016, I don't think they realized the political implications of allowing free speech. I think they knew it to some degree, but I think the election of Donald Trump was out of the blue, totally unexpected. I think it was at that point they realized we we can't afford to take a soft touch with this. We can't afford to gently ease humanity into the censorship because it turns out that the silly memes they're making and the things they're saying that we sort of brushed off before – actually have the ability to get a president elected actually have the ability to make tangible change in the political system and that's really what they don't want so when the the you know crap posting and and 4chan memes when they were just noise on the internet it didn't matter as much the moment Donald Trump got elected it became real for these people and they realized oh we got to we got to clamp this down we got to shut this down and i was just thinking about this yesterday because of what's going on with owen and the fact that Owen is search banned AI algorithmically elim- eliminated from social media, much in the same way Alex Jones be- is because they want to stop him before he can become a politician, before he can get elected, before he can actually use the free speech that the Constitution guarantees him to get power to make change. If, if Owen Schroyer was just talking to people, eh, it wouldn't actually matter that much. But what they really want to prevent is for the natural process to take place of the discussion that we're having leading to an awakening, leading to political activism, leading to a change in the system, leading to the destruction of the globalist world order and the fascism that they're attempting to implement. So it goes on. Now, a large trove of documents, including strategy documents, training videos, presentations, internal messages, reveal that in 2019, the U.S. and U.K. military and intelligence contractors, led by a former U.K. defense researcher, Sarah Jane, a.k.a. S.J. Turp, developed a sweeping censorship framework. These contractors co-led CTIL, which partnered with CS, uh, CISA, In the spring of 2020, internal CTIL Slack messages show Terp, her colleagues, and officials from DHS and Facebook all working closely together in the censorship process. The CTIL framework and the public-private model are the seeds of what both the U.S. and U.K. would put into place in 2020 and 2021, including masking, censorship within cybersecurity institutions and counter-disinformation agendas, a heavy focus on stopping disfavored narratives, not just wrong facts and pressuring social media platforms to take down information and prevent content from going viral. Content goes viral, change happens. They can't have that.
6: Cyber Week 2023, the biggest sale of the year, is now live. store free shipping on any order. Double Patriot points. That's 10% off your next order and up to 60% off on best-selling products. And X2 sold out for more than a year. That is the game-changing element in your body that counters the fluoride, everything. Nobody else has got it. Limited supply, X2, is discounted, InfowarsTore.com. And we've got sales right here as much as 60%. We've got Brain Force Plus, the incredible nootropic, 60% off. Brain Force Ultra, fast acting, 60% off. Real Red Pill Plus, green fiber capsules, down out sleep support, 50% off. Vaso Beats, finally back in stock, 40% off. Bodies about to sell out, 40% off. The list goes on and on. And get a copy of my new book, The Great Awakening, The Plan to Defeat the Globalists and Launch the Next Great Renaissance, all at InfoWarsStore.com.
3: Navigating the maze of mainstream narratives, Harrison Smith finds the hidden paths in the war room. Welcome back, folks, to this free speech platform as we attempt to defend the all encompassing principle of free speech, which is really just an aspect or a vector of freedom itself, which is the ultimate aim of these people seeking to utterly and totally destroy the ability of humanity to stand up to them, prevent them from implementing their fascistic designs. And it's all about control. It's all about control. It all comes down to control. So let's let's time all together, shall we? How do these things relate? Censorship, surveillance, facial recognition, central bank digital currencies, the problem-reaction-solution program, the creation and then utilization of crises, the climate change agenda, migration, racism, hate speech. All of these things are just, it's like we're looking at one Diamond, And it's just different faces on the diamond, different ways of looking at exactly the same object. And so again, just from this article, whistleblower documents describe everything from the genesis of modern digital censorship program to the role of the military and intelligence agencies, partnerships with civil society organizations and commercial media, the use of sock puppet accounts and other offensive techniques. It's all about bringing in, as they point out, the censorship industrial complex network of over 100 government agencies and non-governmental organizations working together with social media platforms to silence popular ideas or to censor truth. And we showed the video a few days ago of the editor of Gript, a media outlet in Ireland, being castigated and and censured by his fellow mediaites – For daring to publish the ethnicity or nationality of the attacker. And he points out, okay, so we've moved on from disinformation to misinformation. Now you're telling me I can't publish true information. I can't publish the facts. I can't publish what is real because of this censorship paradigm that you've established under the guise of hate speech. So this is happening on a global level. It's happening in particular with Western countries because Western countries are the only countries in the world that have constitutions that guarantee rights like this, Western countries and those inspired by Western countries. And so, of course, it is in Western countries that these crises are being manifested, being created, being fabricated, and then being utilized to destroy rights. From Infowars, Trudeau supports partnership with EU for digital ID push, suggests it will help curb online, quote, disinformation. So whether it's digital ID, central bank digital currencies, Track and trace programs that they brought in through COVID. It's happening on an international level and in particular places that actually have protections against such things. When it comes to Ireland, it's happening almost at breakneck speed. Where a Algerian guy stabs a bunch of children, Irish people protest against that. Now suddenly new facial recognition measures to help take on the rioters. This from Irish Daily Mail. In addition, Justice Minister to, to grant sweeping powers to the Irish police because they need to see private social media. They bring in the migrants. They cause the chaos. They then use the chaos to implement restrictions to your freedoms, more surveillance, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. In Germany, German MP is confident that the conservative AFD party can be banned because what's more democratic than banning the most popular party? Prominent member of the ruling left-wing Social Democrats said he believes the AFD party can be banned, a move that many in Germany's left-liberal establishment have long advocated despite AFD being the second most popular party in the entire country. Spanish socialists try uh, to ban praying the rosary. Catholics respond with more prayer. This Monday, following orders from the government delegate in Madrid, the socialist Francisco Martin Aguirre – or something the, – uh, the police threatened to fine a group of Catholics for praying on the stairs of a church – near the national headquarters of the Socialist Party. A similar way that people are getting arrested for silently praying in the UK outside of an abortion clinic or arrested here in America for protesting abortion clinics. It's the end of protests. It's the end of free speech. It's the end of discussion. It's the end of any ability to even imagine a threat to their power. And that's the ultimate point. They don't want to have to you know, fight you. They want you to never even be able to understand why they...
5: After the message.
6: I'm a pioneer. I'm an explorer. I'm a human and I'm coming. I'm animated. I'm alive. My heart's big. It's got hot blood going through it fast. I like to fight too. I like to eat. I like to have children. I'm here. I got a life force. This is a human. This is what we look like. This is what we act like. This is what everybody was like before us. This is what I am. I'm a throwback. I'm here. I've got the fire of human liberty. I'm setting fires everywhere. And humans are turning on everywhere. Get behind me, Satan. Down with the
4: devil.
5: With this can't board. be. you're playing the wrong message. Visit
4: InfoWars.com forward slash show today.
2: Welcome back,
3: ladies and gentlemen. We'll move on from censorship, surveillance, all of that good stuff here. In the third hour, we'll be joined by Ashton Forbes, making quite a splash. Probably one of the most requested interviews we've done in a long time. Lots of people reaching out saying, you got to have this guy on. He has uncovered some truly disturbing things about the disappearance of flight MH370, that Malaysian airline flight that mysteriously disappeared in midair years ago it's been causing a sort of firestorm on Twitter we're going to have him on to discuss it in the third hour I also want to tell you that Turbo Force Plus is back in stock yes folks, especially to the caller who called in and requested this two days ago Your wish is our command, TurboForce Plus, back in stock, really an incredible product, fantastic energy, and as somebody who relies probably a little bit too much on caffeine (laughs) on a daily basis, this stuff is so much more than a strong cup of coffee, so much better than any energy drink you want to try. It has the same amount of energy, or even more so I would say, but it's a it's not a frenetic jittery energy that you crash from it's a smooth energy it sort of tapers off a little bit but after a very long time and best of all you know this one little canister has dozens of servings in it and if you just if you break it down by price especially now with 25% off if you compare like daily a daily glass of turbo force to a daily Energy drink, you're saving like hundreds of dollars by purchasing this canister. So go now to InfowarsStore.com, get TurboForce Plus. If you know somebody in your life who drinks too many energy drinks, get them TurboForce Plus. It's like giving a giving a, a heroin addict methadone or whatever that stuff is. <laughs> Ease them out of their addiction to the poison chemical sugar. And into the natural power of TurboForce, the natural uh, extracts and vitamins and minerals that we use, utilize, and empower with TurboForce Plus. Now 25% off and back in stock in InfoWars Life, InfoWarsStore.com. You know, before we move on from the – I haven't watched this video. Before we move on from, like, the disinformation stuff, Dan Goldman, he's just always getting humiliated. I mean, every time I see this guy, it's Humiliation. And it's happened again. And I haven't actually watched this. I want to watch this live with everybody. It's Dan Goldman being humiliated by Michael Schellenberger about the Hunter Biden laptop. So let's go now to clip number 11. Here is Representative Dan Goldman making a fool, making a fool out of himself. Way that only he seems able to do.
2: Let's watch. talked about the Hunter Biden laptop and how the FBI knew it existed. You are aware, of course, that the uh, laptop, so to speak, was actually, that was published in the New York Post, was actually a hard drive that the New York Post admitted here was not authenticated as real. It was not the laptop the FBI had. You're aware of that, right? It was the same
0: contents. How do you know? Because, because it's the same. I mean, it's you would have CS to News authenticate it to know it the was the, the same contents.
2: contents. You have no idea. You know Are you hard drives a be manipulated.
0: Are you suggesting the New York Post participating in a conspiracy? To construct the contents of the Hunter Biden laptop? No, sir. The problem is that hard drives can be manipulated
2: by Rudy Giuliani or Russia. Well, what's the evidence that that, that happened? Yes. What's well, there the is actual evidence of it, but
0: the point is, it's There's not. No There's no evidence for it, so you're engaging in a conspiracy. I'm glad theory. you
2: agree with me, Mr. Schellenberger, that transparency <laughs> is the most important thing. And wow, my last question for you, there, Dan, is: Do you think it would be transparent if Hunter Biden came to this Congress and testified in a public hearing? And more transparent than if he testified
0: privately. It's—I mean, literally, I've never thought about that. I have no idea. <laughs> you I don't literally, literally never thought about is that. Public testimony more I transparent mean, than private testimony? There. Are you familiar with the First Mr. Amendment? Chairman, I yield that back. The Congress shall take it, no action it, to abridge. Freedom of speech. Yeah. And that's and what you just described. Mr. Schellenberger, is thirteen percent censorship still censorship? Absolutely. And the other eighty seven percent is what we call the
2: chilling effect that the courts have long recognized that they engaged in.
0: Man. That yeah. is the problem. There's a broad op by the way, part of the operation. I think Dan
3: Goldman comes he back here. Part at of the, the end. operation
0: was to change the terms of service. So you see them constantly trying to change the terms of service. You see them. It was 35% of, of the URLs that were, this going to EIP, were to labeled, removed, or soft blocked. That's all forms of censorship. That Censorship is not just removal. But 65%
2: law. were not. So how can the government be so, 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 so coercive? So does the <laughs> First, First Amendment say that? that's about par for the, the course than government officials? Wait,
0: oh, oh, wait,
3: wait. So his argument is because the government let through some information, they didn't censor any information. He's saying it's OK because they only oh, censored some large chunk of the data and not all of it this guy man I hope he is humiliated I hope people are sending him this and that he's watching it and just feeling that 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 gut feeling when you've done something really embarrassing and you think about it like I hope later he's like sitting there doing the dishes or something and he gets that wince you know that wince you get when you're like oh I died. remember and I did that <laughs> when I did that thing that was really embarrassing made me look like a total idiot on tv in front of the whole country damn it damn goldman why do you keep doing this to yourself i really hope he has that feeling later because that was very funny that was very funny i i guess let's go back to it but i i had to pause it cause that that's almost too much he's saying that oh they only censored 35 percent what was it 65 percent but not the other 35%, so therefore shut up? What the hell? Does he think that censorship is an all-or-nothing thing? Does he think that the fact that people can speak to each other means there's no such thing as censorship? Does he think that because some people can say things that comport with what the government wants, that that means there's no censorship? That's how censorship works. You silence the people saying things you don't want to be said. Like, what is... Blah. it's like too stupid, man. These people are too stupid, they're too stupid. They're running our country and they're just dumb as a pile of bricks. let's let's go back to uh Mr. Goldman here.
0: Time of the has expired. They're not censoring. They're flagging in the social Chair media oh, companies.
2: My 30 30 under 35% question. of a First Chair,
1: Amendment?
2: Or? Recognize- it's not the First Amendment. It's the terms of service, as you said, and they oh, are flagging my. it for the social media companies to make their own decisions. That is <laughs> Wait, So the they're First working? Amendment. That is the terms of service. So yeah, his argument is the government when is, when is working you know for the, the social media companies? And I know that it's on them? appeal in front of the Supreme Court right now.
3: Oh, boy ooh boy that was awkward and I didn't even mention the Hunter Biden thing that was really the dumbest thing that he said I mean the fact that he would even bring it up shows you he ain't playing with a full deck he's missing some he's, he's playing with one card that his kid colored on you can't even see what card it is anymore I mean he's not I, 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 I honestly can't believe this he actually brought up the Hunter Biden laptop and suggested that It was right to censor it, even though the FBI had it, even though the FBI knew about it, even though it was confirmed. I mean, Hunter Biden himself sued the New York Post, not for slander or libel, not saying they were lying, but because they published his private information. He himself confirmed the veracity of the laptop. Also, the laptop was chock full of original photos and videos that made it obvious that they were legitimately captured from Hunter Biden's laptop. It wasn't just like a bunch of text that anybody could have written. It was videos of Hunter Biden doing crack with hookers. And the FBI and the intelligence agencies wrote an open letter saying it was Russian disinformation. The state of our government. My God, if we can't do something about this, it's our fault, honestly. Supplements are the
6: fastest growing industry in the world for the last decade, year after year, because they really work. The compounds in nature are just incredible. And InfoWars has some of the very best supplements there are. Can you find other great ones out there? Absolutely. But ours are amongst the very best, and they fund the InfoWar. So that makes it a 360 win. We have storewide free shipping for Cyber Week, only for a few more days. We have double Patriot points, and we have so many great products back in stock like X2 and DNA Force Plus and Vaso Beats and Ultra 12. Some of the products are up to 60% off like Brain Force Plus and Brain Force Ultra. The best deals are 60% off, right down to 25% off, but these are amazing products and they fund the Info War. So get the best products out there and keep InfoWars at the tip of the spear in the fight at infowarstore.com. Free shipping right now. Normally Christmas is our biggest settle of the year. But because of supply chain breakdowns and other issues, this is our biggest sale because finally almost all of our best-selling products are finally back in stock, including sold out for more than a year X 2 the only true nascent iodine out there. Is finally back. What it does for your immune system, your body, all your cells is miraculous. It's discounted at Double Patriot points, free shipping, biggest sale, hands down, of 2023. I'm sure Christmas will have a big sale, but we'll be sold out of most of this. So Christmas has come early, Black Friday's come early, and it funds the InfoWar. Get X2, get vaso Beats back in stock, get all the other great products at InfoWarStore.com right now. But again, our fan favorite, my favorite, is X2. Sold out for over a year. Could be our last run if we're shut down. Get it while you can. X2. Discount at InfoWarsStore.com.
1: The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show.
3: All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You know, there might be another aspect that we haven't considered to the censorship program being rolled out. The surveillance, censorship, tracking campaign. And it may be, you know, a necessary response to their established tactics not working anymore. What I mean by that Is if you go back to Event 201 and a clip that we've played on this show quite a bit. And you look at the way they planned to deal with disinformation. There's a Chinese government agent of some sort who's sitting there in the Event 201 planning session before COVID. Was revealed to the world talking about how they would... uh, use COVID as an excuse to bring about censorship and and everything else they got with COVID. And the the Chinese guy says, what do we do about people who are going to claim it's lab created? Somehow they knew. Oh, we don't know how. Somehow they knew that people would claim that this disease was lab created a month before it ever infected anybody. Uh, How did they know? He asked this, and the person sort of running the session is, of course, Avril Haynes, who is the current DNI, Director of National Intelligence, the supreme organization above all of the other intelligence agencies. So she's the the eye at the top of the intelligence pyramid now. Back then, she was doing the same thing, but in a private capacity. And her response was, it's okay. She didn't say we're going to ask social media to remove those. That wasn't her response. Her response was, we're going to flood the landscape with our own story. Her response wasn't, well, we'll silence anybody that says it was a lab leak. She says, we'll get the most respected institutions and media outlets in the world to push our version, and that'll dominate the airwaves. That'll dominate the discussion. So it wasn't about censorship as much as it was about using their outlets and their loyal corporations to push the story they want and just overwhelm and flood the market here's the problem though that only works if people trust you and think that you provide true information you can flood you know all of these outlets with information it doesn't do anything if everybody knows the mainstream outlets are full of crap and lie all the time so how does, it, how does this all relate back well nobody trusts the mainstream media nobody trusts the leftist media They are failing at an unprecedented rate, failing in a broad sense of not succeeding in getting their message across, but failing in a literal sense of they're all going bankrupt and closing down. And so how are you going to flood the market with your version of the story, your fake lie to overwhelm the truth if you're using outlets that nobody trusts or listens to or likes? That's a little bit tricky. So now they need to really ramp up the censorship to prevent the truth from getting out because their lies aren't having the same effect because everybody knows they're lying. And we have a, a new corpse to add to the pile. Vox is laying off employees from inside paper. This morning, the Vox Media Union learned that the company intended to lay off several of our colleagues, a number of whom were members of our union. The news is especially devastating... ...in the midst of holiday season, and we are furious that management has short-sightedly opted to eliminate these essential roles. Vox Media is, of course, a pile of trash. And they deserve to be shut down entirely. So we are celebrating this as yet another step towards sanity. But let's just reminisce, shall we, about some of the more high-profile failures of leftist media in the last year. Vox Media is the latest, uh, like I said, corpse you can add to the pile... Of failed lying outlets full of crap who nobody believes. Washington Post has also said that involuntary layoffs could be next, as they are hemorrhaging subscribers and nobody listens to them. And so they're offering voluntary separation packages. But if they don't take that, then, well, they're going to have to make some involuntary buyouts. They're failing, they can't afford to operate. They're shutting down. Nobody likes them. Nobody reads them. Nobody wants to advertise them because nobody cares what they have to say. So they're failing too. Vox News, Washington Post. Of course, we danced on the grave of Jezebel not too long ago. Jezebel shutting down per Geo Media CEO. This was earlier this month, November 9th. Jezebel, the punchy feminist blog with an outsized influence on Internet culture, will suspend operations and lay off staff effective immediately. Oh, you're dead. Sorry. Whoops. Go spread your destructive, hateful nonsense elsewhere, Jezebel. MSNBC is cancelling Mehdi Hassan's show, demoting him to fill-in host. So sad. So very sad. Not really, obviously. He's a dumb propagandist moron for MSNBC, and the fact that they're even operating is a surprise, frankly. Of course, earlier this year in May, Vice Media filed for bankruptcy. We danced on their grave as well. And when I was dancing on the grave of Jezebel and celebrating the downfall of that uh, contemptuous rag, somebody on Twitter was like, hey, you know, you should be careful because it's going to be ironic when Infowars shuts down. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm not going to deny that Infowars has been on shaky ground for a little while. Everybody knows this. Is it because nobody watches us anymore? Is it because nobody listens to us or goes to the website anymore? Is it because we've lied over and over and people have just gotten sick of it and are no longer subscribing and we can't keep our numbers up? Or is it because there's a concerted and widespread and massively funded effort to shut us down? It's a little bit different. It's actually extremely – it's actually not anywhere close to the same. We are still dominating with a massive – Audience, We are still getting tons of support from our loyal viewers, listeners, and we appreciate it more than we could possibly say. These people, these organizations are failing despite not just support in a general sense, not just like, oh, they get pumped up the algorithm, which they do, but support to the tune of hundreds of millions of dollars injected into them year after year. They're still failing. They're still collapsing because they're still lying and people don't want to listen to them anymore. So our audience is still huge. If, if InfoWars goes down in the next year, if, if this time next year there's no InfoWars to be spoken of, it's not because we failed of our own volition. It's not because we, you know, lost trust of our audience. It's because we've been under concerted attack. It's a little bit different. It's a little bit different, okay? So... Even if we do, I'm not going to go, oh, gee, now I'm in the place of Jezebel. No, we'll never be in the place of Jezebel. We never will because our audience knows what to expect. Our audience knows that they can trust us. Our audience knows that we work day in and day out, seven days a week, 24 hours a day to bring them the truth, bring them the reality, and they, in return, support us at Infowarsstore.com. That hasn't slowed down. That hasn't slackened. That hasn't gone away. Instead you know we've been stabbed a thousand times and we're bleeding out but we haven't even they have that hasn't even succeeded you I mean, think about the difference between this think about the leftist rags get like vice media in 2017 450 million dollars they got injected with half a billion dollars 4 years ago and are failing we are under attack constantly and succeeding that's the difference
6: sorry cyber week 2023 the biggest sale of the year is now live store ride free shipping on any order Double Patriot points. That's 10% off your next order and up to 60% off on best-selling products. And X2 sold out for more than a year. That is the game-changing element in your body that counters the fluoride, everything. Nobody else has got it. Limited supply. X2 is discounted. Infowarsstore.com. And we've got sales right here as much as 60% off at Infowarsstore.com. We've got Brain Force Plus, the incredible nootropic, 60% off. Brain Force Ultra, fast-acting. 60% off. Real Red Pill Plus. Green fiber capsules. Down out sleep support. 50% off. Vaso Beats finally back in stock. 40% off. Bodies about to sell out. 40% off. The list goes on and on. And get a copy of my new book, The Great Awakening, The Plan to Defeat the Globalists and Launch the Next Great Renaissance, all at InfoWarsStore.com.
1: InfoWars.com forward slash show.
3: Peeling back the layers of the day's events to reveal the core truth. War Room with with Harrison Smeris. All right, welcome back, folks. (laughs)
0: Let's
3: continue a little bit, shall we? With leftist media's utter, complete, embarrassing, and well-deserved collapse. How's this for a timeline? 2017, Vice Media secures $450 million investment from private equity firm. 2019, George Soros pumps an additional $250 million into Vice. 2023, Vice Media files for bankruptcy just think about think about the amount of money poured into this degenerate black hole it went from being worth 5.7 billion dollars to worth nothing nothing but it was i guess acquired by soros yeah in 2017 uh they received 250 million dollars I'm sorry, 2019. In 2017, they got 450 million. Sorry, my bad. In 2019, two years later, an additional 250 million. And a few years after that, they were gone, dead and destroyed. Can you imagine? Can you imagine what InfoWars would be able to achieve if we had some billionaire injecting half a billion dollars into us every couple years. Again, I mean, the, the the comparison. It's just like so many things that we talk about in terms of, like, persecution where it's not like, we did something and they did something. We got punished and they didn't. It's like, we didn't do the thing. They did. We got punished. They didn't. InfoWars is still surviving. InfoWars is still chugging along. InfoWars is still going viral and changing the landscape and reporting on you know, bombshell stories that you see show up in other outlets several days later we are still dominating our realm despite being under continuous attack that has cost us millions of dollars these people get liquid cash injections every couple years and still can't remain afloat goes to show Goes to show, doesn't it? And if you're, if you're wondering why If it perhaps occurs to you to wonder How this could possibly have happened Why Big Tech's fight against InfoWars wars is unwinnable The battle over Alex Jones illustrates how Facebook and YouTube's strength Has become their greatest weakness Yeah, it's unwinnable because they're wrong and dumb And we're right and awesome That's why Just saved you having to read an article from WIRED in case you're wondering why Vice Media, how possibly you can go bankrupt despite half a billion dollars injected every couple years? Well, I thought they were gone forever. I thought May was like the last we'd ever hear of them. I guess George Soros came up with a couple other hundred millions of dollars from his friends in finance to uh, keep it afloat a little bit, keep it operating for a little while longer. But you don't hear much about Vice anymore. Not to repeat myself, but because they're dumb and stupid and annoying. But the only article I've seen go viral from them or be spread from them in the recent past was this one. 100 ways white people can make life less frustrating for people of color. Is this something that anybody wants to read? Who's the target market for this? Dumb, self-guilt-ridden like white people? Is this for people of color? To just rag on white people? Who is this article for? I'll tell you who it's for. It's for us to mock. <laughs> let's just let's just go through some of these, shall we? Just because you can't see racism around you doesn't mean it's not happening. Trust people of color's assessment of a situation. If they tell you it's racism, it's racism and you're bad. Okay? Even if it's obviously not. You're not allowed to disagree with brown people. Do you understand what Vice is telling you? I just want to publish this in the the reverse, just so people can hear what this sounds like, because America's been so programmed, decade upon decade, of at first subtle, now more overt, racist propaganda. But could you ever imagine an outlet, especially a mainstream, popular outlet like, well, formerly popular outlet like Vice, but on the right, Being like, um, you need to trust white people. Hey, brown people. Hey, non-white people. When a white person speaks, you listen, okay? When they tell you that it's not racism, it's because you're just not good at your job, you need to listen to them, all right? They know what they're talking about. They're white, after all. Just love to see the inversion of this entire article. Uh, Number two, don't assume that all people of color share the same views. We are not a monolith, well, great. I guess I can just disregard your entire article then. <laughs> okay, uh, great. I don't Is this news to anybody? Newsflash here. I'm just getting this. Uh, people of color don't always agree with each other. Thanks, Vice, for telling us. Incredible. Three, don't assume or guess people's races. This is not a fun game for us. Well, but it's fun for us. It's not supposed to be fun for you. It's fun for us. Is this, and I have the feeling this comes from some like deep-seated self-hatred or like um, discomfort with who you are. What would be, like it's it's funny because you can tell that this was written by somebody who was born in, like this was written by an American. I've met and I know a lot of people of color who are immigrants, they would not be offended by this at all. You, are you Ethiopian? look Ethiopian. They're like, I am. How'd you know? Good eye. How'd, how'd, you, how'd you know I was Ethiopian? Like nobody outside of America cares about this. This is like a like self-hatred thing from the person of color that wrote this. Number four, if someone tells you they're from Uganda, don't say, quote, I went to Nigeria once, just Please well, why would I ever go to Nigeria? Kidding, of course. Nigeria actually seems like a cool place, sometimes, when it's not embroiled in war. But again, it's another one of these things where I'm just thinking, like I have so many examples of this where it's like, I was riding in an Uber in D.C. one time. The dude was from Cameroon. And I, I, I didn't say I went to, you know, oh, I've been to the Côte d'Ivoire once. But any intro, I was just like, oh, Cameroon, like West Africa. I met another guy from, from Cameroon. They're like, oh, yeah, no way. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, talking about his language and the different villages, all of their own different dialect. And this is like insulting. This is just insulting to the people of color who you're treating like fragile little children that are somehow ashamed of where they come from. They're not. Not the ones I've met. Why? why? So basically what they're saying is don't show interest in the origin of the foreign person that you're talking to. Who are you talking to? Who is so sensitive about this? This is stupid. This is just stupid. Uh, Five, related. Don't refer to Africa as a country. It's a continent and it's widely varied. Yes, take a moment. Uh, Again, who is this article for? Who is this article for? Is it for little children? Yes, obviously Africa's not... What? (laughs) <laughs> take a moment I think you might need to take a, a little bit more than a moment think about everything that your life has led to the fact that you're writing articles where the fifth point is Africa is a continent as if that needs to be told to us number six oh and rest assured that literally no person of color ever wants you to get back from holiday show off your tan and excli- excitedly claim looked I'm almost as dark as you cease and desist Look, the only piece of information I'm retrieving from this article is that the person that wrote it needs help. They need help, they need support, they need mental illness awareness, they need a little self-confidence, they need to feel good about themselves as an individual and not as a part of some imagined group. I'm so sorry for the people that you live with and around and talk to. But most of us are normal and like having fun.
6: Supplements are the fastest growing industry in the world for the last decade, year after year, because they really work. The compounds in nature are just incredible. And InfoWars has some of the very best supplements there are. Can you find other great ones out there? Absolutely. But ours are amongst the very best and they fund the InfoWars. So that makes it a 360 win. We have storewide free shipping for Cyber Week, only for a few more days. We have double Patriot points, and we have so many great products back in stock like X2 and DNA Force Plus and Vaso Beats and Ultra 12. Some of the products are up to 60% off, like Brain Force Plus and Brain Force Ultra. The best deals are 60% off, right down to 25% off, but these are amazing products, and they fund the Info War. So get the best products out there and keep InfoWars at the tip of the spear in the fight at InfoWarsStore.com, free shipping right now.
1: Infowars.com/show.
3: All right, welcome back, folks. We got more to cover. I'm, um, I'm, I'm just loving this article, though. I know I should have covered it when it came out. And again, you know, it's just it really it really is kind of sad cuz not only I guess is this written I guess it's for white people, right? They're telling us what to do and what not to do even though it, they contradict each other like every other uh bullet point, but but I'm I'm listening and learning, swallowing my privilege to listen. but it's really you know i think the really damaging aspect of this it's it's both perpetrator and victim of imbuing people of color with some sort of inferiority complex that's what i see here this is the inferiority complex article because there's no way that you just naturally Learn to assume, like, there's no way that you just automatically assume that somebody being like, I like your accent, where are you from? Like, your first impulse isn't to go, This person hates black people. Like, that's something that they're imparting on people of color. In this article, what they're really doing is they're telling people of color, if your white coworker says some innocent, innocuous thing, or just does something that's totally normal, You're supposed to read into it some racial uh, Grievance against you That's kind of what sucks Is that like totally normal innocent things That most people would just Understand or shrug off or not even Notice They're like training people of color to be like Actually that was racist What she said And I would almost want to see some of this like acted out cuz all the white people she's describing seem very nice. Like the last one I just read, Rest assured that literally no person of color ever wants you to get back from holiday, show off your tan and excitedly exclaim, "Look, I'm almost as dark as you." Cease and desist. Did this happen to this this poor woman? <laughs> did some did her coworker get back from vacation? And she's like, hi, Janet. Welcome back. Because you can tell. Yeah, like You can tell this this person is just seething with racial hatred against white people. So y- you can already imagine how it would go, right? This is some, I don't know, person of color. Her her coworker gets back from vacation. And it's like, oh, my God, it was so much fun. I just laid on the beach. I did nothing. I'm so tan. I mean, look how tan I am. I'm almost as tan as you. But, you know, I'm good to be back. Lots of work to do. But I'll see you at lunch. Bye. And she's just like, oh, that. White devil Like it's just like a Fun casual little comment And this person is just like seething Over it how dare they Say a totally innocuous comment To me a black person Incredible Just absolutely incredible We're not supposed to use their memes (laughs) Uh, We're supposed to understand that Not all black people can run Not all Asian people can do math And not all indigenous people have drinking problems. Uh, Again, who, like, oh, okay, all right. Just whatever, whatever. You just sound utterly and totally miserable, and you want uh, everybody else to be as miserable as you. But then they say, when you endlessly complain about how terrible white people are, you are being that terrible white person. So, are you being a terrible white person right now? Is the author of this article by talking trash about white people for 100 bullet points. They're sort of taking on the now white uh, attribute of hating white people. Incredible. And they say things like this. Don't question someone's blackness if they're light-skinned. It's not your place. Which makes perfect sense. (laughs) I can't even imagine a black person being like, being like well as a black person a white person being like "Uh, wait you're black but your skin is not as dark as that black person's so either like this person is surrounded by just morons idiots whatever liberals or they're just making up things that don't actually happen to get mad about something that doesn't exist but that's not the end of it they say it's not your place Question someone's blackness if they're light-skinned. Thanks for letting us know. Other black people can make sure that light-skinned black people are cognizant of their privilege. What an awful person to be around. Making people cognizant of their privilege for being light-skinned. Well, light-skins are the white people of black people, so maybe you need to shut up and listen. Anyway, it just goes on and on. These people are miserable jackasses. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to see that this is spoken from the perspective of all people of color as if all people of color are this insufferable. Incredible. If a character you assumed was white in a book is portrayed by an actor of color in the movie, embrace it. Whiteness is not the default. Which has never happened in the history of media. I hate to tell you. What happens is that explicitly, specifically, white people, even historical white people that were in fact white and not even a figment of anybody's imagination, are being played by black people. But I imagine we can't be upset about that either. Just honestly, I just I I kind of love this article. It is really hilarious. Understand that some days are more mentally exhausting for people of color thanks to the news cycle. Try not to badger us for our opinions on the latest atrocity that has just occurred. Leave us to grieve. <laughs> again, like, how many ways could you portray that, you know, like, again, just co-workers at the coffee machine? She's being like, man, you see, what, you see what happened yesterday? Wasn't that crazy? And, like, another white guy going up being like, I don't, she's black. She's exhausted. She's exhausted." She can't handle the news. She's a black woman. Have some consideration. She's grieving about her blackness. <laughs> uh, I'm just what would it be like to be this person? It's. I'm just fascinated. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm sitting so much time, but it is. It is just incredible. Absolutely incredible. Anyway, I mean, it's also funny because they, they seem to feel like all foreigners are people of color because none of this, like all of these things could apply to any foreign person. But maybe white foreign people have a greater, um, I don't know, capacity for being questioned about things. You know, they say things, you know, like, don't say you went to Uganda once if you're talking to a Nigerian. And it's like, or, like, don't don't expect a foreign person to know everything about their country. There's one of those in here. Do you know everything there is to know about America? I didn't think so. Yeah, that's what it says. Uh, don't assume a person of color knows everything about their country. Do you know everything there is to know about America, Germany, Sweden? That's what I thought. That's what I thought. You don't know everything there is to know about your entire country. So why should they? Uh... uh Germany, don't you guys have a a new train in Frankfurt? I don't know. I'm not from Frankfurt. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Could you... I mean, would a German person be offended by that? Probably not, but I guess it's not racist then. It is racist if you ask the same question about a person of color. Apparently. I'm going by your rules, and your rules are nonsensical and actually hugely damaging. All right. I spent way too much time on that, but it's just... This is our competition. This is is the other side of the aisle. We're over here like talking about your rights and free speech and like just trying to save humanity from a depopulation program that's releasing modified viruses and launching satellites with lasers on them. And, And they're over there being like, um, white people, stop asking us how our day was, okay? It was bad. We're black. All right. If that's the important thing, I guess you focus on that. We'll keep just focusing on things that matter with all of the cool people of color that aren't weird and abrasive. (laughs) Speaking of, foreign-born population of U.S. tops 49 million for the first time ever. Nearly 50 million people living in the U.S. were born in another country, according to a shocking new report. That's around 15% of the U.S. population born in a different country. This, of course not counting the untold millions of people that have crossed the border without even being tracked or noted in any such uh, survey. Now, we'll be back on the other side with Ashton Forbes to talk about the groundbreaking discoveries he made. he's made about the Malaysian flight that went missing. I do want to remind you to go to InfoWarsStore.com. It is the only way we get funding. We do not have George Soros pumping $450 million into our organization, so we need you. Go now to InfoWarsStore.com. Keep us on the air. Keep us in the fight. We'll be right back.
5: Sleepless nights seem to be a lot more common these days with everything that's going on both at home and the world at large. If you are having trouble getting to that deep sleep we could all use more of, our new sleep support formula, Down and Out, is just the thing. It's our new faster absorbing liquid formula that is specifically designed to help you get the shut eye you deserve formulated to improve upon our best-selling product knockout with down and out now the herbs and melatonin packed inside are extracted directly into the glycerin solution so the ingredients are already dissolved into the formula before you even take it one of the other sleep support herbs included is the passion flower which was traditionally used by Native americans like the cherokees who used it for its relaxing qualities Be sure to take this product when you are completely ready for sleep because you will be down and out. Selling out now at InfoWarsStore.com.